and welcome to Grace Church Vienna. This Palm Sunday, we have Johann van Damme with us again, and we will look at a passage in 1 Corinthians 9 to answer the question, saved for what? What did Paul do to win others to Christ, and how did he aim for the goal, not losing sight of it? How can we be looking at the goal even amongst all distractions in our lives? Well, let's listen to what Johann has to say about this. Today, we're glad to have Johan van Dam with us again, who will be preaching to us. And uh, probably most of you have heard Johan before. I actually know him since I was a little boy, so a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> and, and even at that time, I, I, I remember it was always, even for us little kids, it was always interesting to listen to Johan. Um, either, not only for the stories he had to tell, but even for God's word and the way that he expressed it. He made it alive for us, um, something that is really um, not a theory, but something that is really in your life and that God is really present and changing you. So, Johan, thank you for being here with us today. Um, I mentioned David, how, what kind of a challenge he is to live with God in difficulties not to be the poor guy, the poor girl, but to be the one who is on the way with the Almighty. In my life, is that something when I came to Christ, what I understood? From now onward, I am living with a mighty God. And I think... Um, I had a very adventurous life. I left my job, had no income, started to evangelize, did it full time, and where my money came from, that is one endless story of one happening after the other, how God helped me out again. And if you think I was extremely careful uh, with giving the money away, Uh, many times I told my printer print 300,000 and I knew that afterwards the bill is coming many times I went to the shop uh, at Saturday paid with my card and at Monday the money was there Um, many people lived with us. And when you ask them, what was the thing you learned living with us? And they will tell the most exciting thing, bad enough, uh, is how God provided. And I still know so well that the day a cupboard was totally empty, And we prayed, and half a pig was put in front of a door. We celebrated a beautiful meal as we ate the pig, and that's all we had. I organized a conference, and all we had 
was potatoes. And we fed the people at that conference chips, potato chips. I, I know what it means to be in difficulties. I lived it. But that is Old Testament. That is Old Testament. Pentecost is mi- missing in the Old Testament. And I know it is beautiful. And I'm all excited to read about David, to read about all the other guys and ladies who, who lived with God and experienced God. But they experienced God as one they were together with and God was the helper from outside. And Pentecost means God enters in our lives and he lives through us. And so in me, as God uh, entered in my life, I have an enormous amount of love because he is there. To be honest, this is the lesson I'm learning. A bit late, Quite a bit is missing. But that is what I'm learning. Not long ago, I talked with a pastor of my church. And I asked him if he was not all the time telling us what we should do. And how uh, we should love and this and that and everything. What is expected from a Christian. I told him, you tell so little about the enormous amount of love in us. And you speak so much about it, what we have to do, that I am in danger with my strength and my limitations to do whatever a Christian is supposed to be and to do. And I missed it. I missed Pentecost. Somehow I didn't see it. Are you in a similar situation? I I think somehow the people around me did not communicate this enough. At least my heart did not hear it. And this is the stupid thing that uh, I've led people to the Lord... And they become like me. And they do the same things as I do. Instead of living with the one who lives in and through them. I hope you understood the point. There is a big difference if you have a helper who helps you out in all the different difficulties and circumstances. Or you have a new life. And if you are born again, you are a child of God with a new life and a new power. And this power is that what pleases God. This power is is that what, what he does the, the, the greatest miracle of being born again is that you and the almighty God 
come together like, like a marriage. Become one. God and, and you becoming one. And if you have the difficulties, don't think you are the one at the first place. He. And this expectancy. God is here. He is giving me every bit of love and care and whatever he gives it. Living in expectancy of God and with God is much of the born-again life. And it is true. It is very much Old Testament as people live. They have God as helper. Some of them are very proud that whenever there is a parking lot missing and they're driving around the circles, that they believe God to give them a parking place. And God does that kind of thing. Uh, and they experience God as the God who finds parking places. Others have other difficulties where they get stuck and have learned to trust God to help them in that situation. And God is the helper who is going with them. And they're not going alone. They are restful because he is there. And still there is something. With Pentecost, what is even more than a helping God, that is a living God in me. Not anymore me, but Christ. The almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, lives in me and, and gives me patience and gives me power. If we miss that, we miss a big part of the being reborn, of the new life, the new life through rebirth is that God is in me. Many people see themselves as a dustbin, and that is that self-image, uh, and all kinds of uh, dirt and, and junk is in there, and this is how they see themselves. How do you see yourself? 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Don't you know that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit lives in you? Don't you know? Do you know? Read the question. In 1 Corinthians 3. And in 1 Corinthians 6, the same question 
is asked again in the last chapter of uh, Second Corinthians again. Don't you know? Do you know? Is that what gives you rest? Is that what makes you live? I think that is a very important part of evangelism. Living with this knowledge, I have a new life, and the Almighty God is there, who lives through me. That is what the people around me uh, may taste. God. And it works. He is faithful. And we are really temple of God. Now it is easy as a temple to forget who is in you. On the knees, people ask God to come into our lives as they get converted. And afterwards, he is forgotten. Forgotten by many people. And they live their lives and don't see themselves as, as the source of love, of care because of him. Because of his presence. Learning to live I must confess, this is what I'm learning. And salvation, bad enough and good enough, both, is for many people that they know they go to heaven. Uh, different times, salvation is also helpful for many people. Because then they have more courage to talk with God in prayer. Because if God would not have forgotten and forgiven uh, uh, what you have done, uh, you are in bad shape. Uh, how can you pray? And, and God has not forgiven not to forgive that he is not thinking about the past anymore, what you have done. He has not for, forgiven to forget the past. He has forgiven to be close. And that is how forgiveness works. And even men, people, uh, say, I have forgiven and don't want to be close at the end with a person they have forgiven. Forgiven, as in the Bible mentioned, means being close. Are you people, uh, do you know people where you say, it is good to be, have a bit distance. Did you see Anatevka, that is an, an, I don't know what it is, but I, I think you know Anatevka. Uh, and there he asked 
the, the religious leader, uh, do you have a blessing uh, for the Caesar in, uh, in Russia? And he said, God blesses him and keeps him away from me. God blesses him and keeps him away from me. Interesting enough, where Jesus says, and that really touched my heart. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus says. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. Jesus wants you, yes, you, to be where he is. He really has a desire to come closer to you. His desire is that you are where he is. A love relationship with God. Do you have also the desire to be where he is? And in a love relationship, you say not, I love you to the partner, to the to, to the other one you are together with, you ask yourself automatically what is the desire of the person I'm together with. And love wants to be and to do that what the other person desires. Do you know the desire of, your part, uh, of the one you are together with? Love searches for that. And a love relationship with Jesus lets you search for it. What is on his heart? And on his heart is that your marriage is example for this world. That the relationships on your work are an example for him, for a love relationship with him. He loves the fellow you're together with. And the lady you are together with. He loves it. Okay. When he loves that person, I love the person also. Many people are lonely because people have given up on them. Jesus doesn't do that kind of thing. He doesn't give up on me. 
even if I'm awkward. And I am not the one who, who, who knows and, and does everything I'm supposed to do. I am many times sad, very sad, what I, I, I'm doing. But he loves sinners and is prepared to work with them. And if I get smaller and see more and more my limitations, he grows. And this process of becoming smaller is a process of, of giving him a bigger place in life. Are you in this process? Giving him a bigger place and asking more, Lord, what the, do you want? As you sit at a prayer meeting, and I hope you sit once in a while at a prayer meeting, Jesus prayed a lot. And it is true, you cannot do everything on this world, but you can put your arms so wide to be a blessing at other places. If you want to be the light of the world, Show your nose at the prayer meeting. Then you can be a blessing for people far away. If you want to change situations and for people in need, people you would love that they would be a bit easier to live it. It is so good to pray. For them, prayer is, an, is a key to change the situation of my world. And if the world you live in is a world you cannot reach, you cannot do something about, you have not understood why Jesus did pray so much. And took so much time for prayer. Please don't forget prayer. To be very honest, uh, I was in a movement where they had prayer nights. And I hated it and I liked it. I hated it because after two o'clock I was very tired. Uh, and when then came three o'clock, four o'clock. <laughs> Interesting enough, you know that the prayer meetings have been a burden to me, a must. <laughs> As Christian, you must. And if you want to be an active Christian, you must show your nose there. Because this is what you are supposed to do. Um, it is not an, a, a load on you. I, poor guy, have to sit in, in endless prayer meetings. It is getting rid of the load, a prayer meeting. And if you are loaded, 
The prayer meeting is the place to get rid of it. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget it. The prayer meeting is the place to get rid of burdens. And, and if you pass it on to God, he said, throw all your sorrows on me and I will care for you. And if you throw your sorrows in prayer and bring them to him, he starts caring. And that's a different thing altogether. Instead of me. Isn't that beautiful? That we may live with the Almighty. Isn't it beautiful for this love relationship? And I think I would read another passage from Matthew 28. Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. You And you surely, I'm with you to the very end of age. Be sure that I'm with you. God is with us for this job of saving people. Why saving people? When Christianity is forgiveness, point, the end, that is it, for your feeling, for your the way you, you have programmed yourself, it is forgiveness. Um, you have not communicated the full gospel. The full gospel is not your past, what you did wrong, is finished the full gospel is the part is finished and before me there is life in his presence with the almighty God is a new life where he is my source of living and love relationship where my question is what is in your heart? And that is in a prayer meeting. The question, God, what is on your heart? And if you pray for the things, what is on the heart of Jesus, it is much easier to believe. Because you don't have to turn, twist his arm to make him care for your problem. Your problem is his problem. He cares more 
than I do. The things who are burdening me are burdening him much more. And that is how I pray. In one place it says in Matthew that the Holy Spirit prays in and through us with unexpressible words. He and me, miraculous together. It is, is something what does not hardly fit in your brain. Yeah. He and me, and we are praying, and his part is with unexpressible words. Isn't that something? God in us, through us, and his burdens are my burdens. Why? Because I live, love. Because I love. His burdens are my burdens. And his burdens is the world. For God so loved the world. He loves the world. The people around you. The people who are not saved. And he loves them so much. That he gave his life for it. I want to become more and more like Jesus. That he and me. Can love full non-Christians. He loves. He didn't lose anything of his love. Some years ago, he died for us at the cross. Today, he would do the same again if needed. So much he loves us. He loves the people around us who are not saved. His heart is going out for it. He has paid an enormous price for it. If I, my heart, weakens up, and care more and more for people, God and me are making a difference. And he is the light of the world. And we are the light of the world. We read both in the Bible. That Jesus is the light of the world and that we are the light of the world. Do we want to be the light of the world? Let this light shine through you. Live out of his sources. Don't miss it. You know, nearly every day, I pray for this. That I realize more. I, uh, it is true. I, I'm just a learner. Just a learner. But I want to learn it. I heard that nothing is more difficult as to feed the horse what doesn't want to eat. Are you a hungry horse? Do you have a desire in your heart 
for this kind of love to be open for him to have a love relationship and a love relationship means his desires become my desires if you have a hunger for that God can bless you blessed are those who are hungry they will be satisfied Woe those who are satisfied because they will be hungry. The ones who don't want are very difficult to feed. The ones who want God can feed. I use on the search, search for life, search for redemption. And redemption is the past is gone. New life is in front of me. God and me, the greatest miracle you can think of. The almighty God in me and through me, not I, Christ liveth in me. That has to do with faith. And if you believe, God can work. And if we don't believe, First John chapter 5, we make him to a liar. Do we believe? Have you said, Thank you for him being in you. Have you said thank you for this love relationship? Then you have taken it. Give thanks for his presence and learn to live with him. That is life. Life is made for being a pair. God and you. Life is made for being a pair. Don't go alone. Live with him and you are rich. Because you may live out of his sources. You have reached the purpose of life to live with God to love him and his desires become your desires because you love that is love that the desires of the other person becomes yours Father thank you for salvation Thank you for Easter. Thank you for bringing this enormous sacrifice that our past get cleansed. Thank you for the future we are living in right now with you. And you want this love relationship 
and you really love. Thank you for going after us, even if we are awkward. And you don't give up on us. Thank you, Lord. That is what you have done so many times also to me. Thank you for, for this love relationship from your side. And I want to say yes. Yes to you. To love and to be expectancy. And to love and, and to live out of your sources. And, and you giving, giving you a bigger place every day. Lord, you are making the difference. And you are the one who is the real light in and through me. Amen.